Good afternoon, it's your Friday night DM, Shay Cormack speaking. I've got a short topic I'd like to share with you guys this afternoon. Over the weekend we had a game of Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition and the players were in effectively another plane, a place of mind. And uh, I wanted to reflect that by uh, changing some of the skill checks, for example, um, navigation checks, which would normally be a wisdom survival check, I changed it to be an int survival check. And also, same with stealth. Stealth actually became a intelligent stealth check. And I thought I was a little bit clever. I have occasionally in the past have used skills with their, let's say, non-native um, stat that they're normally associated with. I've done it a little bit in the past, but as the session went on there, there came up a situation um, in which I thought maybe I can use this again and I called for a charisma survival check as one of the players tried to fend off uh, the advances of another player, uh, romantic advances in this case. And uh, it really worked well. It was a uh, a little bit annoying because one of the character players I was uh, asking for some of these skill checks from had a digital um, character sheet and so they were constantly scrolling up and down on their little phone trying to find the different stats and, and different uh, bonuses for their skills to try and add it up. Um, but I was really impressed with the way it worked and I thought it was interesting and fun and it also brought a new freedom to me and I think it answered one of the questions that I've had for some time uh, in regards to 5th edition. And I'm very conversant with 5th edition, but also um, my, my other game of choice or system of choice would be ICRPG. So what is this question that's been bothering me for some time, I hear you ask? Well... It stems from my use of the room target number, or that's a, a phrase or a terminology from the ICRPG um, game. And a room target is, say for example, set at 12. And anyone wanting to achieve anything in that room, any kind of skill check, um, as the DM you'd be asking them to try and roll a 12. So roll a d20, add uh, any skills or any bonuses that they have associated with that um, with the act that they're trying to achieve and see if they get a 12. Now I use this mechanic in all my games of 5th edition now. I always have a room um, DC as I call it uh, um, in 5th edition and I'm always calling for my skill checks against that room DC. But 5th edition is a little bit more complicated than ICRPG and the thing that's always going through my mind is the difference between saving throws and the associated bonuses that people have for their saving throws. Um, skill checks, um, where players have skills and where players don't have skills, um, bonuses to add to uh, that check and just straight stat checks. So for example, if I'm calling for a strength check um, against the room DC, well the player's only going to have their strength bonus. 
if I ask for a skill check, say for example a strength athletics check, well the player is going to be able to include their strength um, bonus, but also if they have the, the athletic skill, they'll be able to add their proficiency bonus as well. Where also I could possibly ask for a, a strength saving throw, where depending on their class, they may be able to um, add their proficiency um, to that to their stat bonus. So there's there's a more variety of um, ways for them to come up for their with their total bonus as they add together their stat, their skill uh, bonus proficiency, or possibly their their saving throw proficiency um, bonus. Whereas an ICRPG, um, quite often you will just call for a like a wisdom saving throw or a strength saving throw. Now occasionally characters will have pieces of equipment or loot that will give them bonuses on strength rolls or but or maybe in quite particular um, situations where a strength roll is called for. So for example uh, they might have a climbing rope or, or grappling hook which may give plus three to climbing checks. So if I'm calling on them for a strength uh, check to climb up a wall they may note on their, on their character sheet that they've got a, um, a grappling hook and give themselves a plus three bonus on top of their strength bonus um, when they're adding it to their roll. So I'm sure most of you understand quite clearly um, what I'm talking about when I'm, ask, when I'm talking about asking for skill checks and strength checks. The difficulty or some of the thought process comes in often in ICRPG I would think of a room target of 12 as being a moderate, a moderate room. Not particularly hard, not particularly easy. But in D&D, 5th edition, 12 isn't a particularly hard DC to reach. Although if I'm calling for straight st uh, stat check, so can you give me a strength check, DC 12 is a moderate um, a moderate. Uh, moderately hard number to reach with just your strength bonus. So that's really where the conundrum has come in and I think, I'm thinking quite a few things about this, for one thing I think D&D probably never intended in 5th edition for you to call for straight stat checks. Um, you're, you're calling for, for skill checks, that's really the norm that they're intending and so that gets rid of the problem of there being a difference between the the like average bonus that someone might be applying to a um, stat check versus a skill check. And so I think I've come to terms um, with that a little bit. But I was also a little bit frustrated um, in that result or in that solution because there's so few skills associated, especially with uh, strength. And I'm not always convinced in my mind that a skill in athletics would contribute to um, a feat such as holding a heavy pillar above your head so it doesn't crush um, one of your friends or lifting up a heavy pillar off someone um, so, they, so they can be free to crawl out from underneath it. Um, I have convinced myself somewhat that training at the athletics and um, you know the arts of strength would would have you know quite often give you that a bonus but if you've got the athletic skill and this is going down a, a side path if you've got the athletic skill and that's basically increasing your strength 
well why not just increase the strength then anyway let's not go down that path um, but what I saw um, with our last game was that I do have a lot more freedom than just calling uh, for strength athletics I can call strength intimidation which is actually something I have used before in the past and it's actually recommended as one of the options in the DMG but I see now that really there is a lot more freedom uh, to pick and choose amongst the different skills and pair them up with stats that they're not normally uh, associated with. So, um, and you could pick any two, strength, animal handling. So the horses um, are being driven wild by the fire that's raging through the barn and the fighter wants to uh, calm the horses and get them out of the barn, well, why not call for a strength animal handling because there's going to be a huge strength component in grabbing a hold of reins and um, getting control of the animals. So just as likely, let's go for another example. I'm just thinking of an esoteric one, history. I'm not sure how you'd call for a strength history check, but uh, let's, for example, uh, say that they are attending some games uh, in a coliseum type environment and one of the players wants to um, make some kind of call about who's going to win in a wrestling match. Uh, this might be drawing, uh, pulling at short straws, but maybe you call for a, a strength history check. You're, that makes absolutely no sense, but you may not be able to pair every single um, different skill with any different stat but there's a reasonable chance that a lot of them can be cross-pollinated um, between each other and I've been locked into a thinking mostly locked into a thinking of having just the skills that are associated with the stats and in fact so much so that I encourage all my players who are using a physical character sheet to use one of the variant character sheets available on the WOTC website which actually has the skills listed each one next to the stat that they're associated with. Now that's different than the standard um, character sheet which just has, has them listed I think maybe alphabetically but each stat, each sorry skill has in brackets before it the skill that it's associated with and uh, just the way I've been thinking about this just the last few days I had the idea well possibly what they could do is even on the character sheet not write the primary skill that each, I'm sorry, the primary stat that each skill is associated with and try and divorce them a little bit from the idea that these skills are only or most often to be called with a certain stat combination. Also in this question or in this answer there is something like 18 stats only. Now the solution is not to increase the number of stats that's just going to get uh, too cumbersome and a character sheet that looks like um, Call of Cthulhu but also with all of the other information that a D&D 5th edition character sheet has on it that's just not going to work so the solution is not more skills but maybe looking at those skills uh, those 18, uh, 18 to 20 skills and maybe massaging some of them maybe not all of them need to exist maybe some um, or maybe another couple could be added 
but just when you start to think of them as a more of an overview of skills that could be associated with different any one of the stats then you get a real variety so now instead of um, athletics being a skill uh, that is only associated with uh, with strength now potentially it could be called for with any one of the stats and now instead basically you've uh, multiplied its possibilities by six and you're going to do that with each one so the number of combinations uh, is probably astronomical at that point uh, I'm not the greatest mathematician but I would imagine it's something like if there's 18 skills and six stats then maybe 18 to the power of six someone more mathematically inclined could correct me on that but it's probably a very large uh, number of combinations that are available on that and so I'm just going back to my earlier question the players are at the Colosseum uh, one of the players uh, wants to make some kind of decision about who he wants to bet on uh, or make some kind of commentary about who they think is going to win the next fight well how about intelligence athletics the person uh, recalls the statistic bouts and, um, and results from the Colosseum and they do so successfully and they've got a good chance of betting on the right person uh, to win on the wrestling match that they're, they're watching right now. So you can see that uh, there's just so much more variety available in this. It solves a lot of the questions that I have and it reminds me and makes me think about the fact that I need to be sitting there um, as the DM with that list of skills there in front of me and be thinking more creatively about how I can use them um, and the variety that I can create for my, uh, for my players uh, which is going to be very very interesting uh, to them all and it might actually even also balance out some of the imbalances in 5th edition now there's been a million videos probably and, and many podcasts based on the fact that dexterity is overrepresented um, in so many parts of the D&D 5th edition. Uh, for one thing it's got quite a few stats, uh, sorry, skills associated with it. But if we start disassociating those skills and using them with other stats, it begins to give some of the other characters who aren't so heavily invested in the dexterity stat uh, a little bit more of a chance. So. There's a lot going on in my mind. I don't know if I've put a full stop um, on this question that's been rolling around in my head, but it definitely is food for thought about how we, use, how we call for skill checks and how we combine those skills and those stats within that skill check. So I know this is a bit, bit of heavy lifting uh, in regards to 5th edition, but uh, I hope it helps somebody out there um, in their thought process. So just to go back and go back to the start, as to calling for um, a room DC, a target number, I think I'm going to start pushing my room DCs up a little bit, a little bit higher. Um, so what I used to call a 14, a sorry, a 12 as a kind of a medium difficulty room, I might push that up to 14 and stop calling for straight stat checks, but always call for skill checks. Um, but be a little bit more creative in the combinations that I ask for and possibly part of my problem is maybe I should have in that whole time maybe I should have been calling for saving throws uh, on that particular uh, stat instead of just a straight stat check anyway uh, I hope this is understandable to at least somebody please keep having fun keep having fun with your friends see you later